is I realized there's three core touchstones to building any business. And I focused on those. One is money, income. So many businesses and so many you know people focus on expenses. Welcome to 7 to 8, our special series on seven and eight figure speakers. In this interview series, some of the hottest speakers in the industry who've made over seven figures in a year or less will uncover their twists and turns in their adventures, helping you to avoid the potholes and stick to the fast track. Welcome now to center stage, our next guest speaker. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing guest, Paula. Paula, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. Honored. Thank you. <laughs> nice. So give us kind of the 5,000 foot highlight view of who you are and what you'd love to do. Okay. So um, I am a master business coach and I focus on the success journey for women and help them um, reach high income levels, scale their business to a million dollars and beyond. And we like the beyond word. <laughs> and um, I help them do that painlessly um, and uh, quite often within a year's time. Nice, that's fantastic. So let's talk about you and how did you get into doing the business coaching side of things? Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I actually uh, have always been, I've been a serial entrepreneur, been an entrepreneur throughout my life. And even from the, the young age of, you know, the, the lemonade stands, all that stuff. Um, and I found myself actually working in corporate America um, about uh, six, seven years ago. I was working my way up. I was a CEO of a of an organization and um, I was very unhappy and I was trying to start uh, something else so that I could go out on my own and do the um, the entrepreneur thing that I've always done. And everything I was doing was failing, failing, failing. And in the middle of that, um, I also had a marriage that was failing. Um, I was broke. I was more than $500,000 in debt. This was about five years ago. I, um, it just felt like nothing I did, uh, was succeeding or, or, uh, I wasn't accomplishing anything. And I made a decision. I didn't even have enough money to buy food regularly for my young son. Um, and I'm a, I'm a mom who started, um, being a mom a little bit older in life. And so I found myself in my forties and this whole situation going on where I was supposed to be, you know, knowing something, I had all this education and just nothing was working over and over and over again. I had grown up a kid of, in a very abusive re, uh, uh, home life and a lot of my mindset growing up through that was one chaos was my best friend. That's what I always knew was chaos. And number two, um, I had a very lack based mindset. So it was always what's going to go wrong. Everything's going to, you know, that was my mindset. So at this time, when I was in a mad marriage, couldn't feed my son $500,000 in debt, I went out for a walk to plan my suicide. And what I was trying to do was figure out how I could leave this earth without damaging my son. 
And we all know that that is not something that can happen. So um, thankfully during the walk, I um, it's, it's very strange, but I encountered this flower that was halfway dying and halfway alive. It was brown, and but it was still really beautiful. It was very compelling to me. And that flower, like I always have flowers around me, you'll see and those kind of things because it, it literally saved my life. I had a moment of a change of mind. And instead of wanting to kill myself and, you know, and those kind of things, I gave myself this sort of idea that, you know, if I could find happiness, if I could find a solution, it would, you know, I could go back to my son who had a soccer game during that time at like in an hour, um, I could go back, take him to a soccer game. And if I could just move forward and like life again, and make money and make it work, then I would live. And I gave myself very short period of time, a month to do this. <laughs> so I've always been a person who doesn't wait very well. So I gave myself a short period of time and I immediately started looking um, on YouTube. I was broke, didn't have the money to hire coaches, anything like that. And I started listening to people like Bob Proctor, people that were in Tony Robbins, those kind of people that were in the space. And I, it, it, it started to change my mind. And the big compelling thing that happened, the big deal that happened is I had a change of mindset. And instead of being so lack-based, I started looking toward what could work, what would happen. And even though I had a lot, I was running, you know, helping people run their businesses. And I was an economic developer and bring people and build their businesses big. I knew this stuff, but I couldn't apply it to me. So I, I just continued on this journey. Journey, um, and uh, I was working at the time that I went on my walk, my suicide walk, um, three jobs. And um, over time, uh, a, a few months later, I was feeling so much better. And I realized I had more money. I quit a job and then I had more money and then I had more money. And it, I can't not tell you the importance of the mindset change in this whole journey. I mean, we, Master business coach, we often talk strategy and we're going to talk strategy today as well. And I use strategy as well, but that mindset is so important. It's a primary piece in the mindset of money, the mindset of abundance, the mindset of looking for opportunity and prosperity is what I got first. And that changed everything. And now I, you know, a few years later, here I am, um, uh, you know, multi-million dollars in assets, all the debts paid off, um, very different story. And I help other women. I turned around and to help other women also um, find this success journey and also recreate this and be able to be millionaire in that process. So I became a coach that your question was, how did you become a coach? I became a coach during that journey. And I uh, decided to receive some coaching myself and coaching helped me so much. And the, the, you know, the sort of, um, daily and weekly accountability, as well as the mindset stuff and what I was learning and what I continue to be in groups with other people who were also successful and doing on this journey as well, that it, it really impacted me and I knew the value of it. And so I, I decided to become a coach myself and use a lot of, I had a lot of this knowledge already. I was already in consulting roles and those kind of things. And so I directed it specifically toward helping people build their businesses. I love it. Well, and so many people say, you know, especially people who talk about building wealth, 
say you have to have a lot of time on your side because you need compound interest in your favor. And a lot of people don't have time and they don't have compound interest in their favor. Exactly. So I love, love, love that uh, everything you do is an inspiration. And to me, it's, you know, that hope breeds eternal. It has to start now um, because now is the only time you can start if you haven't started already. So Absolutely. Just- Absolutely. And I was not one that started in my 20s. You know, but there's many times I think to myself, well, dang it, why didn't I get this before? But I just didn't. It wasn't part of my journey. Right. And the other part of it is, is I help the majority of the people that I work with now are in their 50s, women that are in their 50s. And, um, you know, some of them have businesses that are, you know, kind of moving along and in the six figures. And I help them build that to seven figures very, very quickly. And then others have, don't have a, you know, a whole heck of a lot saved up and, um, and, or a business, you know, that's sort of moving along in a certain way. And so I help them build and scale. I really, truly believe in setting very big goals and not setting your sights um, on even six figures. I, I, you know, many people in my world, I, we don't, we're not even allowed to talk about six figures because it is one, if and I don't want to offend anybody, but if, you know, a lot of don't people, offend away. <laughs> I have a podcast making, called happy to offend you. Uh, all right. So well, here out. we go. <laughs> if you're making less than $250,000 a year and you're running a business, you might as well just go work for somebody else because it's, a, you know, it's the, it's the trajectory that you want to go beyond. You want to have freedom. You want all the reasons that you started a business. You might as well really, really get the money that allows you to invest in real estate and, you know, build the wealth and build uh, that wealth capacity, as opposed to just sort of slogging around in six figures, which um, really for now really isn't much. It's not a livable wage. Uh, I don't feel like. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) <laughs> 250 grand is not a livable wage no. that's going up on that <laughs> write that down that's a quote right? so <laughs> let's get into the secret sauce because i'm dying to know how you did it how did okay. you build your first million so i uh i made a decision first of all i made a decision sort of like um like uh, a a person who's in the military, a Marine, that I had a mission and that there wasn't anything else that I could do. And, And remember at the time I had a young son and I wanted to feed him. So that was a goal of mine. Like, you know, not only am I gonna feed him, send him to private school, I'm gonna, I was a single mom and still am. And this is uh, put my stake in the ground, made an absolute decision. And that is really, really important. Um, And so the mindset was there that I am going to focus my energy on what I have to learn and everything I need to do to be able to build wealth for myself. And I'm not going to be like, (laughs) I want more than a livable wage. (laughs) So I took, I, I, I actually did detailed like five steps for myself, five steps. And the first step was, and these are the steps that I recreate with women very regularly. And if you're, I know you're listening right now. So write these down, right? As we go for your podcast uh, viewers and people that are listening. So the first step for me, and I know this about other women as well now, is I needed to have my lifestyle um, work for me. I needed to have, be able to go and get my kid from school every day. 
I needed to, um, you know, be able to spend time as a mom. I couldn't just leave, you know, like there are some gurus out there that say, if you really want to do this, just leave everything. It's worth it. And just, you know, you come back to your family when you've got this money, it'll be worth it. Well, women can't do that. Yeah. And so the first step I took is, and we're never going to do that. It's not part of our DNA. Think of us, think of what we were doing back in like, you know, archaic times when the dinosaurs right, right, roamed the earth. We were uh, together raising the children yeah, you know that was said by a guy because you know, with kids around you can't even go to the bathroom alone exactly. go to work alone. i mean so i knew that and i i was listening to many male gurus i'll say that and i, I just knew i couldn't do what they were saying and so I delineated, I need to be able to, you know, that was the first thing I structured out is I go pick my kid up from school. I, you know, and, and for me at the time, it was important for me to take Fridays off and get pedicures and I don't do that anymore, but at the time it was. So I spent that step one was for me to detail first what I wanted my lifestyle to look like the family members that I wanted to stay in touch with how I was going to do that. Um, what was important to me, work hours, all of that stuff. And then every decision th that I made about my business and building my business from then on moved in relationship to that first step, which was define your lifestyle. And that is a really big mistake that a lot of people make that really stalls them, particularly women, because they get going and they're building and they're building and then they get so busy and they don't want to get any busier and they, you know, and then they get burnt out and they're overwhelmed. And that first step takes care of a lot of that problem. So that was the first thing I did. And then the second step I said, okay, well, this is kind of like a journey for me. This is like, you know, I thought about it like driving from North Carolina to Michigan. And if I was going on this kind of journey, would I just get in the car and drive straight to Michigan um, with a kid and everything else is going on? No, I would stop along the way and I would have specific, you know, places, uh, stop places for myself. And what the focus would be during that journey, the stop places would be, I'm going to stop first in West Virginia. Can you tell I've made this drive before? I'm going to stop first in West Virginia. And all of my focus is going to be on getting to West Virginia. I'm not going to think, I know I'm going to North Carolina. I mean, I, I know I'm going to Michigan, but I'm going to focus on that that next goal, that next step. And so in my financial journey, in my business building journey, I set a goal and it was up to get to $20,000 a month. That was my first stop. And I started detailing all of the targets that I needed to hit to be able to do that. So part of it was, what's the math? I mean, how many, how much am I charging to do X and such? How many people do I need to find and charge that amount? Are there that many people out there that I could find? Who's got my money, right? Those kind of things. I, I set targets that included the math, the reverse engineering of the math. And then I, I just focused all my energy. I mean, literally increased my activity to find the people that, you know, would hire me as their coach to, um, you know, to give the programs, to give the value till I got to $20,000 a month. And that was my second step. So first was my lifestyle. Second was that first stop along the way. And I learned during that 
first stop, what had to happen, sort of like what was a process. And I kind of kept up with it. You know, how many people do I need to contact a day to be able to get these clients? How many, you know, what, what cost structure works, you know, all those kind of things, all the while maintaining my lifestyle that I had delineated. So once I got to that $20,000 a month and that was replicable for a couple of months, I said, okay, now it's not time to take the third step of the journey to go to the next place. And so all of my focus went to doubling that income to $40,000 a month. And so I, I rinse and repeated what I had done before because it worked. And then along the way, I also, you know, got coaching because I could afford it. I, um, I, you know, a high-end coach who had done this kind of journey, a mentor. I don't know anyone who's ever been, please listen to me, people. I don't know anyone who's ever been on a million dollar, billion dollar, whatever it is, journey who has done it um, in a year's time without coaching, without mentoring, probably within five years without mentoring and coaching. It's really important. And to wait until you have X and such to get it, you're never going to get it because you've got to change your mind. You've got to change your activity. You've got to know what's important. You've got to market. You've got to touch those three. And that was the other thing I, I want to add in is I realized there's three core touchstones to building any business. And I focused on those. One is money, income. So many businesses and so many, you know, people focus on expenses. Well, there's only so low you can go in expenses, right? You're not going right. to not feed yourself. You're not going to not live in your house. You're not going to not drive a car. And so that's kind of a like a circular argument. But if you focus on income, if you, the number one thing is get some income in here and that's your primary focus. How do I get the income? Where are the people that have the money? What do I got to do to get it? Every single day, there's, that's unlimited. That will grow your business. The second piece that I knew that was important to grow my business was marketing. Mark, knowing how to market, knowing, you know, not just using social media. Some, a lot of my clients think I've been online every day and I'm not growing. Well, there's an algorithm out there. And, you know, a lot of people don't see what you're doing. There's other ways to market. And so marketing is probably more important than sales, but sales is the third piece. And that goes back to your income. So if these three work together, if you're really using a pattern of I'm focusing first on income. I'm using marketing first and foremost to do it. And I'm focusing on how good am I as a salesperson, then you're going to grow no matter what. So that that was in the second step. And I rinsed and repeated it and just took it higher, better, faster, stronger to the third step and got to $40,000 a month. I knew it was going to $80,000 a month because that would get me at a, at a million dollars a year. So I did that. And then at that time, it became very evident. I had a mentor. I had these processes, but I couldn't do it alone anymore. And so I got to $40,000 a month. Just, you know, I knew I couldn't do it alone. And the next step was to scale. All right. And that was to not replicate me because who could replicate me, but to bring other people in that, um, 
augment what I'm doing. And I heard a lot of pushback, even from my mentor. I got another mentor. My mentor was saying, well, it's not time. You don't do this. You know, you they're going to be like a representative of you unless you're absolutely sure they're, you know, no, no, no. And I was like, mm -mm. There, if I have 10 people working for me, that's 10 times the work that gets done. If it's only me, there's there's a limit and I got a kid and I got I got a lifestyle that I'm protecting right now. Right. I'm not leaving all that. I can't. And I got to drive to school and get him at 3.30 or DSS takes him, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> of course, you know, I'm in the car line plenty of times. I don't know if there's any other single moms in here working my butt off in the car line, but making phone calls the whole way. And I, you, you know, using your time and realized probably at that third step where I was scaling, where I was looking at really how does this kind of come together in a song and go bigger in this scale, right? At that moment. And you put together a strategy and a structure for that. How many people do I need? Who, what do I do really well? I sell really well. I can talk to anybody anywhere. I'm the marketing person. I'm out there in the voice, you know, but I need other people that take care of accounting because I don't like that, right? I don't do that so well. That's like the last thing I do, but that's important, right? I need other people that are put the operations together, those up behind the scenes people that are, you know, that I, I'm like, keep me out of jail. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to run after the goal, like a maniac with my hands in the air going, but I want, don't want to go to jail. So keep me out of jail. So those kind of people I knew, you know, that I needed, and I put a strategy together and hired them and I paid them well. So they were excited to be with me. I, you know, one of my primary things, even with my team right now is to keep them motivated, right? Now, I will say in the meantime, I also had an experience, I also had a, uh, expertise in real estate and I went back into um, investing in real estate in the meantime. And because um, at that point, a lot of times when you're scaling, you need a little bit of capital, right? And I was moving so fast through this. It wasn't like the 10 year process where it was putting back capital, putting back capital. And plus I had never learned that, right? Nobody, now I know it, but nobody ever talked to me about putting 40% back and putting 20% to your marketing or whatever. So I needed some capital. And so I flipped a few houses just in all honesty. Um, but I coach people to do things a little bit differently, but I coach, I, I got houses, renovated them. I don't do the work. I hired other people. I really believe in hiring other people. I hired other people to do the work, manage that while I was growing this, my first company, my coaching company. And, um, and then, um, and then, you know, I, I use some of that money for capital. So you got at that point at step three, when you're scaling, you do have to have some access to capital, but a mentor that's been through this process all the way along is going to be helping you. And I would say just for, you know, people that are kind of in this and looking at this, if you, as your income grows, don't grow your spending stuff on stupid stuff along with it, right? Like we want to go buy the Gucci bags and, you know, whatever. I will say I do have a beach house and I had a beach house that I renovated and I kept that. That was a miracle. <laughs> but I have a beach house and I also have like a nice car and those kind of things, but I kept myself on a salary and I would recommend that as well. Set a salary that's a livable, nice wage for you. And then 40%, as your income keeps going up, 
those next like increments that come in, go put aside 40% of that increment. That 40% you can use to invest in something else in real estate. And this is one thing I did do that helped me. And, or you can invest it in your marketing and your business and your, your capital growth. So even when you're like at step one, that next amount and increment of money, start putting, and if you're like me, put it somewhere where you can't get it easily. I had to drive to a bank to go get it because it made me think about it because I, at that time in my life, I would have rated that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't trust myself. I didn't, I didn't have that. So I needed to get my money right. I needed to understand better about how that all works and money. I needed to get marketing right and I needed to get sales right. So as I got better and better and better, things grew and grew and grew and I kept taking the next step. So now I'm at step three, which was $40,000. The next step was 60 uh, a month. And um, at that point I needed to scale. And so I had a plan. I had uh, sold some real estate myself for capital, but I'm backing up and telling you, if you don't want to do that or do something, find capital or whatever, you will be saving along the way, save 40% in increments and then grow your team. And then all of a sudden you're not, you're, yes, you are managing people. And I will tell you, make fast decisions. If you have 10 people that you're paying to do 10 times the work, and if somebody's in there and they're not pulling their weight and they're not doing it, this is a business, right? It's hard for women sometimes because we all want to be tribe and we want to help and love each other. But your tribe is your lifestyle and your tribe is what you're growing toward. And often what I found out is when I like would have that heavy handed conversation with somebody like, you know, I've been paying you and, you know, it's just not kind of panning out. You're looking at me like you've had this experience, but <laughs> I think anybody um, that ever had people, <laughs> everybody has a team has this, this, right? <laughs> right. And so this is something that holds people back, though. They're afraid. They're afraid. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's where mentoring can come in. And also right. over time, you're going to be like, I got to get over this fear. If I want to be a millionaire, if I wanted this to grow to billions, I got to know this and I got to make fast decisions. And so oftentimes when I have had that heavy handed conversation with somebody and, or it was like, okay, we're, we're moving on. You know, I'm getting somebody else in here because we got to keep going. Um, because I will run toward a goal like a maniac, you know, you got to keep up with me and you got to be energetic on my team and people either love that or they don't. Right. And so, but people have come back to me that said, you know, that was a really good gift you gave to me because I learned so much, right. I learned so much through you saying, uh, -uh this ain't working. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> So don't be afraid of that and get meant. I keep saying get mentoring. It's so, so important. And by the way, I provide that mentoring. <laughs> so if you're listening to this now and this feels compelling and you want to learn how very, very quickly to scale from what you're doing, I would say if you're at about six figures or maybe just near that. Um, hundred thousand a year. This is a really good time to connect with me and, you know, go there in a year's time to a million bucks. Cause these five steps will absolutely help you. I've done it over and over and over again with people. Um, but then I, you know, if you're kind of starting a business, you know, it, it may take you a bit longer. <laughs> I'm not going to say in a year's time from, from zero, right? Although we it's gotta, been done, so, you I know. Was, it has been done and it gets done every day. Do you know there's 1700 people who become millionaires every day in the United wow. States? 
every day. So wow. if you're sitting here listening to me thinking, I don't know about a million, I don't know if I could. Yes, you can. The money's there. It's just knowing how to do it. It's a, it's a, it's a method. It's a strategy. You can do it. And the hardest part, I will say this, is that first step. That for going from, you know, define, I will say first to second step, because everything in you gets challenged during that part of the journey. After that, it gets so much easier. Your mindset gets challenged. Your, uh, who you are as a person gets challenged. You know, your, your view of why you've been at where you are financially gets challenged. And if you can get past that, there's no stopping you. I mean, it's just no stopping. So step number four is get getting to the $60,000 with the team and scaling and um, and just, you know, being so excited and seeing it happen. What, what for me was I needed to see it like a couple of months, a little bit of time. So it wasn't, oh my God, it's going right back down. You know, that was kind of my little fear. Um, and so then, you know, you just set your goal to 80 and you got your team and there you go. And it went, it went beyond that for me. So, um, I love it. So who do you work with mostly, or what kind of businesses are you helping them to set up and scale? So I do work with coaching businesses. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, you said I can't offend. So I'm really sick of hearing. In fact, I was on a group call with some coaches the other day, helping them build their business. And I put up both my middle fingers <laughs> and they took a screenshot of it. So it's in perpetuity, but I, I'm like, I'm so sick of hearing other coaches that are trying to talk you into getting to six figures. Cause for me, that's not a livable wage. I want to talk to you about how do you do this in five steps and go to a million from the get go, you know? Um, so I work with other coaches. I, uh, I work with, uh, I, there's all kinds of businesses I work with. I'm trying to think through them really quickly. I have, I have multi-level level marketing people that I work with. And that's, that's a little bit of a challenge. Um, I will say that that's, that takes a person that's really, really going to work on volume. Cause you got to do that through volume, but all of this is volume, right? Um, and, and team building, you know, you're going to multi-level it. You've got to build that big team. You've got to, um, I, I work with, uh, this is interesting. My very first person that I took from a few hundred thousand dollars a year to 10 million a year, wow. he, uh, he was a CEO that worked for a case management company that provided services for people who had disabilities wow. and, uh, and, and he hadn't like really spent time with his children or anything like that. He was like in that mode of grind it out. Mm -hmm. And we put together the lifestyle plan. He reconnected with his kids. He ended up during that year going to Europe for a, for like six weeks with his team in place. And his company grew so much while he was gone. <laughs> 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 that, that, there's a lesson to be learned there that when you have well, a he team, says you that probably too. get more done behind your back. <laughs> they were just waiting. Look, could you go now? Could you go now? So he does that every single year and travels quite frequently, but he reconnected with his children and, you know, all that kind of stuff and, and just grew really, really, but he, he, he ran a, a case management organization. Um, and now they're, you know, in all kinds of different states and doing all kinds of things. So, um, so yeah, it's been varied and very, I don't, I, I'm very open to talking to anybody, um, insurance agents. Um, I've helped that I've helped, uh, marketing companies. Oh yeah. That's a big, that's a, that's really easy. <laughs> it's 
start a marketing company. <laughs> if you're not, if you don't get marketing as a business person, you're missing big, huge stuff, right? You're just being like backwards. Like you've got to invest in marketing, especially right now. Well, there's a like this looming recession. There's companies that are backing up and scrunching down, whereas you should be like, blast it, go higher, bigger. And people become millionaires more in recessions if they do it the right way. So right now people are like, sort of like, ah, oh, no, it's scary. No, this is the time to really go, go hire, hire me, help, let me help you right now. <laughs> this is your opportunity. And especially, you know, the like, I, and I do work with real estate and um, investors because uh, that's my, you know, I knew that I know that world very, very well. And um, actually help women once they get to a certain level of income, you know, you got to have some tax relief and you got to have some stuff going on. It's a really good idea to start investing with a group of women investors or some other way in real estate, because that's a that's a, a touchable asset that's always there and it's going to stay stable. It has over time. You putting cash in the bank and leaving bookoos of cash in the bank is it's if you had a stock and it was called C-A-S-H and you were watching like what this stock was doing, this cash, cash has gone down in value over the last 10 years, 90% in value. You would be like, get rid of that stock. <laughs> the only people that are really benefiting from cash in banks, big fat stuff is the banks. So, you know, moving that and investing it and reinvesting it in your company and your, yourself, you can never lose with personal growth. People that tell me I'm going to get coaching when I save the money. I'm like, you ain't going to save the money until you get coaching. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so that process, it's a five-step process. The hard, the, the, I don't want to say hardest, but the challenging part of the journey is all in that first to second step. And then it's a rinse and repeat and understand these concepts better and deeper and continue to grow and then get a team at a certain point, usually around, you know, 60,000 a month or not. What could be different? You know, I started teaming when I was right first away. started. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, going to I'm hire other people. Crap. I'm exactly. Not doing that. <laughs> Just come on. Right. But right. some people are like, OK, but, you know, that you really can't get beyond a certain point if you don't if you don't hire other people at some point. So. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people don't realize too, that when you start making money, you got to do something with it. It's, it's not, um, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense in any way, shape or form to leave it in a bank. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I no, no. I, it fathoms me and I can't believe that people actually do that. And I know they do it because there's incentives from the bank to leave your $50,000 in your bank. Exactly. And I'm like, I will tell you, I have done it. I have done it when I first started making good, like big money because I never had any money. And I like uh -huh. to look at it. I was like, oh, oh I'm secure. <laughs> but then I realized how down it's going and how fast I was like, oh my gosh, this has got to go into something that's generating more income for me, you know? And um, so I thankfully, and I had some mentoring with that. And I also knew the real estate world and that's my comfort. There's people that do Bitcoin. I don't do much Bitcoin. I don't quite understand it. So, and it's too volatile, you know, for my the best advice I ever got was 
invest in things that you understand. And if you Absolutely. don't understand things, get educated. <laughs> well, right. Get educated and that, before you know, you I do, I, I will say this. I love that you brought this point up because often women will say to me, well, I'm, I'm ready to go on this journey. I want to scale, but what I'm afraid when I get this much money that I won't know what to do with it, well, that I will lose it all because I won't know what to do with it. And I'm like, you know That's what? what you spend your Fridays doing. So schedule your Friday off and make sure that you're doing some money education on Friday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And there's always somebody that'll help you. You don't have to like sit and be confused. You yeah. can find assistance. If you're telling yep. yourself a story, I don't want to do this because start to listen to that story and figure out, I want to do this. And this is how I will instead. Right. Well, and, and I think millionaires got a really bad rap somewhere along the way. I don't know where, but most of them that I know all get really excited about it and want to share how they did it. And they want other people to do it. You see like, me here. I mean, I, 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 I'm like, come on, there's enough for, well, what you realize nice. along the way, when you change that mindset from the lack-based mentality to one of looking and seeing prosperity and looking, you have to do it before you can create it. You can't, you know, you don't create it and then get it because it's exactly what was happening to me. Everything was failing because of my mindset, not because I didn't know it, not because of the strategies. It was my mindset. And, and so you have to somehow commit to focusing on prosperity, focusing on seeing abundance on purpose, like reframe your brain somehow. And when you do that, um, you will realize there's enough for everyone. Abundance is for everyone. It's not just me. It's not just you. And so I can be a millionaire and continue to grow and continue to go. And I can teach you how to do it because it's part of my abundance. It's part of my joy, my heart, and it's not going to hurt me. It's going to help me. Right? So when we get that, I remember almost the day when I was like, oh, there's enough for everybody. <laughs> it's not a pie. <laughs> right? I almost remember that. And uh, it's uh, it's very interesting. There's There's been like three or four key things that I really remember. One day I was, I, I was uh, kind of going through, you know, my business and building my business. And I was like, gee, you know what's going on here? You know, I, I'm not, this sector is not doing what it's doing. And I don't know. And I was getting all nervous. What, what, what do I need to tweak? What's the information here? And, um, and I was like, ah, and I realized, oh, this other of what I'm doing is going bananas. And I'm just myopic thinking all the solution is right here. And I'm missing part of this. Uh-huh. And I, what I need to do is focus some more energy over there while I still work over here because it's important, but stop being so myopic. That I think that's a big mistake. The two, the things that I think are bigger mistakes for me, which people can learn a lot from mistakes, is I um I waited too long to scale. I waited to, like, I could have scailed. Like, I was kind of scaling a You're little hilarious. bit. hilarious. So like, I wouldn't I, wait, like, eight months? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But I was like stuff, right? I, I waited that. And I also, um, a mistake I made is I would, I had it in my mind that before I could present something and market it, it had to be done. Oh, no. 
No. Not in the digital world. That no. slowed me so down. Well, you know, right. all of the big companies, I was watching them. That's the other thing, a mistake I made. I didn't study other people and what they were doing and what was, you know, like recreate their success. I thought I had to all do it myself and do something different. No way. Do what they're doing. Emulate it. Exactly. And, um, sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Marketing. Green pinting the wheel. Damn it. It's still a wheel. Just do it again. Um, marketing, especially if it's working, go do it. Say it your own way. Do it. Um, so uh yeah, so I used to think I used to have it all done, like in the digital world or whatever, before I started marketing it. And all of these big companies that I was studying, even Coca-Cola, you know, or or whatever, um, mm -hmm. they are not even necessarily digital, but they start marketing this thing like. A, a, a flavor of Coke or whatever before it's there, right? So people see the commercial and what do they do? They, they get it in their head. I want to try that. And then they get to the store and there isn't any of it, but what do they do? They buy another Coke. They mm -hmm. buy another Coke, right? Cause they're thinking about Coke and that company, what they do is they start making money off of that marketing that helps them fund what they're doing to create that flavor of Coke. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't have to, I can, I can market books before they're out. There's, I mean, you don't have to have it all done. And that is something that slowed me down. And it, I see it with a lot of entrepreneurs. They're like, I'm working on getting this course together and I'll have it done by March. And then, you know, we'll start putting it out there. I'm like, oh, first of all, you've got an algorithm to fight with. So you might as well start talking about it now because nobody's hearing you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. got three months lead before somebody hears you. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, why not, you know, have people in the space saying, I want that. It's also a little bit of a test. If nobody's buying it, then you got a little bit of feedback there too. So um, that was a mistake I made along the way. Absolutely. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that people might be experiencing right now? And they're going, oh my God, Paula, I need you so badly. Overwhelm. They've gotten themselves into trying to do it all. And I don't know what it is about women in particular, but we have some kind of message that if we're not doing it all, we're getting it wrong. And so we'll hang in there and just keep banging away and killing ourselves. And I'm smart and, enough. I should know how to figure this and, out. And why own. is that? You know why? I should well, be able I, to do this all. I've got six kids and I've got, you know, a husband that travels. And, and now I've got six real estate closing. I just had this conversation this week. And I, uh, and it's like, dude, <laughs> right. I, just, get some help. Come on, relax. And um, that overwhelm, in, and it almost makes people not want to grow because they're in overwhelm and they're like, if I, I'm going to have to do more, whereas we can solve this. We can make this painless for you if you define your lifestyle and if you will be willing to scale and stop being selfish. You don't have to have all the money. Share it. <laughs> You're going to have more. If you share it, you'll get more. That's how it works. It's a law awesome. receiving. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start their journey with you? 
So yeah, um, you can um, certainly, uh, it, I don't know if you, do you put out information about how to connect with me? Oh yeah, we'll have everything in your show notes. So, so you certainly can, you'll have like a little link you can go to, to set up an appointment with me. Glad to have an absolutely free prosperity planning session with you um, along the way. You can go to my website, paulabcoaching.com and set that up. If you don't want to wait to look at the material or whatever, paulabcoaching.com. Um, and you can you can set up an appointment with me. I have regular, very regular um, challenges once a month, very regular. I do have a group that you're part of. Thank you for being part of that. Mm -hmm. It's called Women of Wealth Over 50, because a lot of the women that I'm working with are 50 and older, and I'm on a dedicated mission to help people have the life and the dreams and the wealth they always wanted. Mm -hmm. So Facebook group. It's very, very active. I would invite you to, to, to join that. I'll put that in the, the show notes as well. Um, and that's a great way to kind of dip your toes. If you're like, what is she all about? Let me, let me see what this woman's doing. So um, I also have a, a, a couple of books out. Uh, I, I do have a book about getting to your first uh, six figures. So, you know, I, I do have that if you want that. <laughs> you need it. So we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. You can get that absolutely free. And um, just, you know, just hang, you know, make an appointment with me. Everybody's situation is different. And it's so nice to just have that conversation. Now, I do have a team of people. They can also help you with many, many things. If, it, if that doesn't fit, we have, you know, challenges and all kinds of many things. But um, making an appointment is the first step. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So I get to ask you now. Going back to your lemonade stands, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Oh my gosh. I don't ever think I said I, I'm special kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think other people always told me that. You special sure. kind of crazy girl. But um, I, I, I just have always, like, it's like I can sit with anybody and I have 15 ideas for how they can build their business. And what I will tell you, one of the things, this is before I was coaching, but I knew that there was something a little bit different than me because people would come and sit to me and I would give them an idea for a business. And then they would come back and have coffee with me and say, this is happening. What else? What else? What else? And you're smiling. You've probably done this too. <laughs> yeah, and awesome. these little rat pigs would get like a million dollars coming in a business to a million dollars. And I was like, why am I not doing this? Why am I telling, you know, why am I not coaching them or telling them or something? I didn't know the word coaching back in those days, but um, yeah, I've always been, it's like, I never even thought I'm an entrepreneur. It's just been something I've done. It's in my blood. It's who I am. And if you want to grow your business and you kind of need some new ideas or directions or pivoting, in fact, during um, COVID, I actually lost, I, I was, I used to meet directly with all my clients before, you know, the Zoom thing became popular and everything like that. And I had a really good business meeting with people. And I actually left my last client when they were shutting down North Carolina and I was driving back and one after another of my clients were calling and canceling with me. We don't know what's going to happen. I think our business is going to shut down. I mean, it was like, and here I am like going back to, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to feed my kid. <laughs> You know, and I'm like on the way back and it took me a, about a week, two weeks to kind of like regroup. And I actually went and, and uh, had an idea. Well, let me help these businesses reboot. 
because the the it's changed. It's changed for me how I do business. It doesn't mean you shut down. It's just you do stuff in a different way. That's how you continue. That's how anybody, I mean, even your life, you're going to have to like move a little bit to, as times change, as you get more wrinkles and whatever. So um, I, I, I actually went to the small business administration and I, I had this, uh, this, little program that I had put together and I started working with them and it built my business up like right away. I rebooted myself in that way. So anytime that somebody needs an idea of how to pivot or how to put something else in, that's going to be um, helpful for you in, in bringing up your income, I'm your, I'm your gal. I'm really, really good at that. And that, that's the special kind of crazy I was born with. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Polly, you've been absolutely amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Is there any last words for our peeps? I love what you said when we first started out. Hope springs eternal. You are never too old and you are never too late. If you go Google, if you think you're too old and this can't work for you, go Google the number of people who have hit their stride and their success and their millions and their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. It is almost everybody, right? We have to get centered somehow and be able to do this. So you're never too old. It's never too late. And you can be having to do anything you want. You really can if you open your mind to it. And by the way, most people have goals that are way too small and you're sticking in averageness, you're sticking in boredom. And when you get bored, you don't take pay attention to it anymore. And then you start saying it never works for me. If you will set big, huge, breaking goals at all moments and attend to them, look at them, go forward, like stick your stake in the ground that I'm going to do it. You will have so much energy and increase your activity. And that's probably the biggest thing that is stopping people is the mentality of staying small. Nice. I love it. Thank you so much for your time, Paula. I appreciate it. And I know how valuable it is. Thank you so much for everything. I'm, I'm just honored to be here today. And thanks to all your viewers and all your listeners. It's super fun. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to share with your fellow entrepreneurs. And if you know anybody that would make a great guest for the show, or if you have topics you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at Michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or on LinkedIn and Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to 7 to 8. If you're interested in upping your speaking game, be sure to connect with our guests with the links in the show notes and connect with me to see how we can help you get your tech done for you and help your speaking dreams come true.